Hey, 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 it's MMA and Beyond. Wow, it's so nice to be back, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your comments. Thank you so much for all the messages you've sent that you've missed us. They can't breathe without us, Steph, is what they were saying. Uh, was there actually a message? There was That's one it. message. Wow. <laughs> Whoever that was, man, really thank like, you very hey, much. Because that one message, that one message to me it. is like a million. It made it. it was, yeah. And it was... We're it, like, we, it's like dog years. We one message get, to us is like 35,000. Right. We, yeah. we do it the old school way. If one message equals thousands exactly. of people who wanted to send the message. Everybody just forgot by the time could, they got there. They the couldn't word. breathe. But it was Monday Monday morning. One of the messages... Is Christopher Deuce starting in already? Well, he came out of the gates quick today. Yeah. <laughs> he, Monday morning was the message uh, messages we did get some messages it was Monday morning because there's a void that we fill Ray and we when that void, void is not <laughs> filled on Monday morning we are the Monday morning commute so uh including I was rolling this morning with good old Dennis uh, we got some jujitsu in today. Good man, that Dennis Castillo that dude, is. Man. Dennis Castillo is a good man. He's a good dude. So we were in there rolling this morning, and he was excited that we were. Was recording he the one guy again. that missed us? He probably yeah. was. He Dennis, probably, thank you very much. It, it buddy. was under the Twitter name, not Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so he was excited it that was we're back. Not on, Dennis man. or Munkin. Yeah. Shout out to Dennis. to Dennis for strangling me for an hour today. So appreciate that, Doctor Sherry. Welcome back. How you been doing? Awesome. Thanks for having me back. Always great yeah, to have you. Was, we were really thought about not having you back because you <laughs> screwed up last week and left us for dead. No, really. That was like a scene out of The Godfather. Everybody. They, they left the old man. It they, was just, just, they left him in the hospital. That's it. Right, he's down to a nurse and Michael. And that's it. Michael yeah. had to wheel him everywhere. I mean, that's this is what we Protect, felt like. That's it. Everyone was gone. Everybody. The printer didn't work. The printer left. Even even <laughs> even Steph, who's an A plus plus, not that we day. had to drop it to an A minus. Yeah, so not that day, day yeah. for sure. <laughs> Speaking of dropping, UFC two thirty four last night, uh, the main event dropped uh, just hours before uh, Whitaker is uh, out due to a hernia. Um, he had a he had to go emergency surgery. That yeah, sucks, man. That, that, that sucks. sucks for everybody. Yeah, I I was so looking forward to that fight. I think there was a lot of people in the gym that were psyched for that fight. Who thought Whitaker was going to win? Who thought Gastelum was going to win? Yeah, just uh, yeah. That's uh, hope hope he's okay because that always stinks. And you know, look, there's nothing you could do about emergency surgery. I heard his intestines and his bowels were coming through his yeah i read somewhere wall. dana white said if he would have fought it could have been a fatal it could have yeah. been a fatal uh, mistake doc yeah i mean i don't know the specifics obviously of his case but in general we worry about hernias when they get what we call incarcerated which means they kind of get caught in the wall so the blood supply gets uh cut off and that's a surgical emergency it can be life-threatening is it that it could have been uh, you know quote-unquote fine but uh then gets worse by a weight cut or is it just happened to be really bad timing, or actually good timing? Rather catch it. Yeah, then I think than it's. Catch it I think it's good timing. You take because, a body shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you don't want to be fighting if if you've got that problem. It's better to see that fight on an even keel and and have him healthy and and Whitaker seems Australia a tough, so he probably would have fought. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he probably yeah. would have fought. Oh, those guys. No are doubt tough, about man. it, man. Australia no tough. Sure. That weight cut really does affect a lot of things, though. I mean, if you're not feeling like well, if you have a little injury, you start that weight cut and it was feeling good. Yeah, I think man. it goes right to the injury, man. I, you start I, dehydrating yourself, and then you. I want to ask. I want to ask a a fighter and to liken it to something. So we talk about this all the time: the weight cutting and and how catastrophic it can be, and how diminishing it could be. We we talked about it last for the Dillashaw fight, like hey. Would that he took really hard shots from uh, Cody? He didn't take as hard a shot from Henry and seemed out of it. So, what, well, that, that, what, that's the that's the key question. Was did he seem out of it? He was. He seemed a little balancey, you know, like his his like footing he's on wasn't ice there. Skates. But yeah. he was very coherent as soon he as was, they stopped. That. He was trying to scramble. Yeah, yes. it's it's almost like the Sam Alvey fight, which I'm sure we'll get to. When a guy's screaming at you. Right afterwards, that's that's a sign that he's, then it was he's with maybe it. stopped. Right, and and Sam Alvey actually had his thumb up to tell the guy, you know. Yeah, Sam Alvey was not happy. We'll definitely no. get to that. But talking about the the weight cut, I I want to ask a fighter, what does it feel like to to be that dehydrated for that weight cut? Is it like for the rest of us who haven't 
for someone like me who hasn't uh, cut weight to a fight like that, is it like the worst hangover you ever had? Like, is it because I can think of a time where I've been really hungover, dehydrated that way, right. and I can't imagine someone punching me in the head at that time. I I, I can't help. I want to ask a fighter, does it feel that way? Because I'm sure fighters know what it feels like to be dehydrated from weight cut and also uh, perhaps hungover. <laughs> it's not, I don't think it's dehydrated. It's it's how the rehydration process goes. Because when you're dehydrated, those guys ain't doing jack shit. You know, because I see them. They they're they're struggling just to stay focused just to on, on the scale. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? So the rehire is, you know, and that's where you could talk to Dr. Sherry about, but, you know, it, it, it just can't be good for you. But, I mean, we've all been dehydrated. Sure. We're, dis we're disoriented. We're yeah. delirious. So, it's horrible. I mean, it really, as soon as you get some sort of liquids in you, you start coming back. Now, do you well, come back at the level that you can you, right, that's fight a, another that's professional fighter? So, usually, depending on the weight cut, you know, you're obviously going to feel better because you felt like death warmed over beforehand. So the second you start, you're right, right? The second they start rehydrating, they feel well. But it takes a while for that fluid to redistribute in the appropriate compartments. Um, and that can take up to, depending on the weight cut, up to 24 to 48, up to 72 hours sometimes, especially for the brain compartment to come fully back. So, yeah, you're going to feel better. Usually guys who cut a lot of weight, you can almost see it that you know that if if they didn't do the the rehydration the, the right way they start fatiguing really really quickly and you'll see it like at the midpoint maybe of that second round they sort of start hitting that wall again and they can't push through it yeah and, and these are guys that are pretty mentally strong but i think there comes a point where that just overrides you know yeah, well, your I mind mean, could do whatever right. but if you know i think they're not... all so amped up and you got adrenaline flowing they're psyched about everything they put a hard camp and i think there's a lot that goes into it man but are you at your physical best at that point i mean i, I can't see it i mean they you know the guys look great and they've been doing great but you know i think frankie edgar when he was just bouncing on the scale at 155 i think he did great i think he fought a lot of top people he was the champion and you know he was never ever having a problem you know and not that he did below that because i don't even think 45 is that was that much of a stretch for him i think he was walking around at 56 you yes. know so these guys get down to like 15 pounds of their weight or you know and then they go down to 10 before the cut so yeah. i don't know and it's don't forget a, it's it's a percentage thing too so a guy who's cutting 10 or 20 pounds at 240 it's it's a big difference if you're 155 and you're cutting you know 10 or 20 pounds it, it it'd be interesting to see how that evolves as the sport evolves. If it yeah. if it changes at all, if they adopt different models that they're doing overseas, or you know, like one one seems to be changing that model a little bit, and uh, and maybe adopt. I think Chael Sonnen calls for like the the collegiate wrestling model where you kind of just weigh in on your way. You just <laughs> you weigh in on your way, and that's. That that'll keep you from and and jujitsu follows that same thing. Yeah, I think they call uh, your name. You you go yeah. way in and you're on the mat. I think uh, later. the good thing about everything is that years ago I don't even think anybody gave a shit. You know, right. now there's so much information out, and I think that's the beauty of when you educate people, then you can make educated decisions, and at least people are watching and they care. So there is a dialogue, and people are you know working on both ends, better nutrition you know better strategies but i think back in the day man it was that's chaos you know chaos. You had the guys on the and this isn't even that long ago with the you know the sweatsuits on and the sauna yeah. riding the aerodyne bike you know like just killing just passing themselves. along bad yeah. information that they yeah. learned from someone else and that's just going on with that what the what what did happen yesterday and said propelled to the main event was israel adesanya uh versus anderson silva adesanya picks up a victory by unanimous decision. A lot of highlights in that fight. What do you want me to say about that? No, I, I think, look, to me, I'm going to say, for me as a, and I'm different than the average fight fan, I think. I'm looking at it differently. But it was, to me, it was like a glorified sparring match. And, and people could get pissed at that. But, you know, nobody really pushed for the kill. And you could say because they were skeptical of each other. But at the end of the day, man, Anderson Silva's 43, going to be 44 in a couple of months. You got to be able to get that guy out of there. People have, you know, but a lot of people have knocked him down. A lot of people, not not a lot, but people have knocked him out. Obviously, Weidman did. So, uh, 
but it looked like the fans had a great time. And I got to tell you, if that's anybody else but Anderson Silva, people would have, I think people would have been bitching. But he deserves it, man. The guy's a legend. He's been great for the sport, so I'm I'm all for it. I'm just giving you what I feel, but if anybody deserves it, it's him, and it looks like the fans had a good time, and that's all that really matters, you know what Be I mean? Be interested but, to see what the numbers are for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, if, it, if, the, if there's any numbers in this at all, it's due to Anderson Silva, and that's why, uh, you know, that's why he deserves it, man, because he has been around forever. And again, to step in there at 43 years old against a young guy – Who's very talented? Arguably one of yeah. the hottest prospects yeah. now. Is is not easy, man. So hats off to him. But you know, it wasn't. It was it was okay. You know, I I just thought it was you know two guys, you know, like in the gym. I I could see like Wonder Boy and somebody else who's been <laughs> in the gym and they're just playing around like right. you know and they're smacking gloves afterwards. And again, normally I think Dana would be pissed at that. But I think because it was Anderson Silver and they did step up and it was they had to make the best out of what they had, it was all good. So as long as the fans were happy, who cares who else isn't happy or whatever. But what do you think happens with Kelvin Silver. and uh, and Whitaker? Do, do they do they wait and see how long Whitaker takes to get back? Does he get stripped? Does it? Is I there think an they're going to fight. They coming? have to wait till after the surgery and see what the doctors say and. You know, if they can make that fight in two months or two and a half months, I think they'll probably wait, you know. But, I don't know, I think that's the fight everybody wanted to see, and I think that's the fight, you know, if he's not going to be out for six months, I think that's the fight that should happen. I agree. How about you, Dr. Sherry? Yeah, I think that's the fight everybody wants to see, and it's, you know, without knowing the specifics of of what he went through, uh, you know, two months maybe a little bit early. I think. All right, you had, you had mentioned the uh, the Alvey fight. Jim Crute, of course, defeats Sam Alvey via first round TKO. Dana White says Mark Goddard quote did a really really bad job officiating uh, uh, the fight. Your who, take? who wrote that? Dana White. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I I'm gonna agree with Dominic Cruz, and I think that he should have stopped it the first time. And he didn't, and then he went to make up for it the second time when he shouldn't have stopped it, and I think that's what happened to him. And good luck getting an answer out of him because, you know, even when we had the thing with Marab, I mean, it was – I might as well talk to the wall. I, I think Mark is a good guy. I just think sometimes he doesn't do a good job. And I, I'd like to get to the bottom of – Go back to your ego is invested or, or whatever, right. But – he is one of the better guys, I think, for sure. But, you know, look, you're going to make mistakes. And that, that I think, was an early stoppage. And it's funny, man, because when, when I acquainted Fort Joe Lazan, and I love Lazan and his whole camp, Steve Mays yeah. and those guys, and he was flopping around the ring, and Goddard was just watching that guy get tuned get, up. He to got like, a, like So I don't get like, What do you want to see? Know what I mean? There's no consistency. You know what I mean? Like, what do you want to see? The guy's on rubbery legs. What did you see in the Aldi fight that made you stop it that you didn't see in that fight that you didn't stop, <laughs> right. you know, until Al landed another 16 punches, you know? So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. For some reason, I, I think he's he's not consistent, but I think he, in his head, he, I think he does mean well. Yeah, you don't think it's out of malice, but there, there is that, that idea of consistency, and more importantly, something that never occurred to me until – until I started hearing you speak about it, was accountability. There is no yeah, account. No, there's, there's no, no place no. to go. No. To to find some hey accountable hey you know what that's right we should we need to address this we need to check on this so you'll never hear any sort of accountability culpability. Oh, I would love to have an organization that yeah. oversees the judges and the refs, and they got to be held accountable. And they you know that would be that would be a big difference. Trust me. You know, if they had to go and bunch you in front of a board of people and just explain what you did, you know, and hey, you know what, you're going back to the minor leagues, right? You know, you need more, you need a little more work, and and it's not even it's it's it, I guess it could be looked at as a punishment. Or I mean, there's not a, look, extra he, training, but this Levine, could. Joe Benavides, I'm sorry, interrupted, but it's in my head. You know, what I mean, like Eves Levine stopped the fight. He put his hands on Benavides and another guy. And then for some strange reason, they acted like they didn't see it. So he just walks away and they continue fighting. You know, now luckily Benavides won that fight. But, and you know, like Eves is a good guy. He's not a bad guy. 
but he probably shouldn't be reffing. He's not. Some people can't make those split decision. Uh, you know, uh, they they can't make those calls in, in a split decision. Yeah. You know, you know, it's like it's like you know, Steve. You ever see those? military things where you know, they got to go into the room and they got the gun with sure. the laser and mm -hmm. you know a lady comes out with a baby and yeah and you, you know yeah like Eves Levine like he's shooting up everybody shooting I think everybody. I just think everybody's going down like you know <laughs> what I mean like he can't I don't think he can make those decisions right. and again I hope it, it's not, I know I'm trying like it could be funny but he's a good dude yeah I mean I've talked to him he's always a pleasure to talk to but yeah, you, this is different, man. You got people the like ramifications. You know? Yeah, are I don't, tremendous. you know, I don't like it, man. Yeah. People, you know, you're talking not. It's dollars. It's uh, you go to the end of the line. You know, it depends on where you're at. These are this isn't a joke, man. And uh, I don't know. You need guys in there, and there's got to be a better way of doing it where you can figure out who can make those decisions. But that that to me is the biggest deal, and I think. We got it. Like, again, when that guy got dropped, I would have stopped it right there. If there was a time to stop it, boom. And, and he he walked away as if it yeah. should be stopped. Crew right. Did. And then, you know, but, and then I think Ego gets involved and it's like, I'm the ref. How dare you walk right. away before I stop it's the like, fight? Oh, it's not over. So I yeah, think right. I read Crute wrote yeah. somewhere or said somewhere like, oh, I, I mean, he kind of shrugged off and said, well, I got to knock him out twice. <laughs> yeah, right. I tell you one thing would would have been bad while he's while he was on all fours if Crew would have went over there and started you right. know, beating on the guy in that position, that would have been bad. So I, was, I don't know. I was going to ask you, Steve. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think that spectator syndrome ever comes into play with the refs? I, they're people, so 100 percent has to. It's just that they have to learn to differentiate it, and and uh, it's you know again professionalism. What Ray was saying is tremendous. You go back. You do some minor league fights and that kind of stuff, and I don't think that it should be a, a punishment or anything. But people get really hurt here. These are these are professional athletes striking each other uh, in the head, in the face, uh, in the body, and and if you do get that spectator syndrome, you have seen there was a meme of a boxing match recently where the referee was clearly reacting to the fights, the blows, like oh wow, wow, oof, oof, almost. And uh, that's entertaining for memes when nobody gets seriously hurt, but that could be a big problem if if you're emotionally invested in in, in it that way, where you're a spectator, then then what you want to see as a spectator, as opposed to the referee part of you, may not benefit the guy getting hit. So yeah, it comes into play, and it's it's the professionals' job, the professional referees, to then again, separate. It's those. a hard. It is oh, a hard job, and you know, like again. And in defense of Mark Goddard, at the end of the day, it's better to be safe than sorry. And I think you could always go back to that. And, you know, as much as, but, you know, the fact that Sam was giving him the thumbs up and you look at those punches, they were hitting the arm. He didn't really take a clean punch at that point. So, whatever. I, I, I don't know. They got to do something about it. But it seems like we, we keep talking about it and nothing's happening. So, yeah, and that's it. That's exactly right. And so it's a uh, Chris put on uh, this this referee who's who's got uh, he's very into it. <laughs> he was super into it, and and the, the way his eyes are opening up when when someone's getting hit, he's he's got spectator syndrome. And fortunately, nobody gets hurt seriously hurt. But uh, at the same time, uh, wow, wow, it could happen. And so yeah. so you you just you just don't want that. But and who was the referee who lost his who got taken off UFC fights for it because he was letting someone be a warrior while she oh, was getting was, her, uh, she was getting mangled. Yeah, that's uh, Yamasaki. Uh, Yamasaki. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was finally, like, everyone's, it, it, the fans are throwing in towels. Yeah. <laughs> so, fans yeah, are throwing you know, in towels. There, there are some commissions and, you know, now that have a safety gap where the doctors are uh, equally able to stop a fight and I don't think that's necessarily a bad idea. Uh, aside from that, I, I feel like uh, congratulations to all the fighters who, who participated and won in UFC 234. I wasn't super excited about the card, i got to be quite honest. But I was excited Saturday night. Man. Aside from my dear friend, mentor, trainer, Jenny Nadell, who's just so good. Dr. Sherry, so good, composed, professional, just beast. Aside from Jenny more law MMA fighters, Ray, Damian Nelson, Charlie Campbell, Austin Hall, Dylan, I, j just quiet man, 
Yeah. Just 5-0 yeah. and oh at the Capital yeah. Ring of Combat. Another uh, fantastic event, and wow, what a showing. Yeah, I mean, every so often you get these type of nights where you just get a, a feeling that everybody's going to crush it, you know? And uh, All tough fights, too. I mean, all that's what I like. Look, what I like about... Uh, what what the fights was? There was no gimmies in there. No. Everybody was game. Uh, the guy Dylan beat knocked out Justin the kid. So that guy was no joke because I've never even seen Justin get dropped in the gym. So hats off to Dylan, man. I think, man, he showed uh a lot of poise. You know, he got so hit with an overhand hit, right. Yeah, the fight yeah. didn't start out great for him. Had a beautiful mm -hmm. sweep, and I got to tell you, man, those ground and pound shots were vicious. Man, he gets leverage from the top that. You know, uh, these guys are pros at this point. The only Dylan's thing got doing, great jujitsu. Yeah, I mean, I got to tell you, Charlie, uh, Charlie, and uh, Dylan. I mean, I just there's, there's more than just. It's not really about winning. You know, all the times it's almost like the old karate thing. It's not about winning or losing. It's really the way that you see these guys develop their character. Or you hope that they're sure. going to develop. But uh, these are guys that want to fight, man. If you watch them before the fight, I mean, they. This, uh, this is the first time I'm starting to feel, you know what? No, these guys could no, do something. These guys there. are going to do something because they're really, I do believe they're, they're process-oriented. You know, they're not like end result-oriented. Like, you know, if they put the time in and the process is there and they do the right work, which I think they're doing, the results will come. They're not... And seemingly yeah. dis different personalities outside of... The yeah. cage, but inside. Yeah. And again, what I what I like beasts. about Charlie is Charlie, I'm gonna say broke his nose probably three weeks before that, and he was fighting. He was gonna fight one way or the other. You know, he put the cage on, he let it heal up, but that's a risky thing, man. You know, he's undefeated, uh, so he, he shows like that he's 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 in the right spot right now. You know what I mean? This is what he wants to do. This is a guy that really enjoys fighting. I think Dylan's a little more cerebral, but. You know, Dylan's his last two fights, he had very aggressive guys. And what I like about, like, even Dylan's guys, he's now got a couple of fights where these are growing fights, man. It's not well, like he, you just go in and steamroll a guy. No. And Dylan the same thing with Charlie. Like, I, I'm not impressed when you go in and just slaughter a guy, and you know the guy didn't stand a chance anyway. But Charlie met some resistance, man, this time. Sure and did. this guy was good, and he hung tough, and he's there to fight, man. There's no question about it, so... Hats off to uh, Charlie and Dylan. I think they did great. Austin, Austin I think, is phenomenal. I feel like for, Austin, his for, techniques. kid's 18 years old. He hit so hard, and the guy he was fighting, I don't. I think you'd have to, would have had to have killed him in there. And like he the, stayed so composed. That yeah. The guy he was fighting I mean, was too for, tough listen, for his own again, good. For Austin, you want to talk about throwing in a towel. You know, exactly. for, for Austin, you know, for his, forget about being 18, your first fight. The place is a mob scene. It was you know, you got to remember he's friends with Charlie, so people that came to see Charlie were there were know some, him. some so pops he, like we we're in the yeah, garden. Yeah, he's exactly. in front of five hundred of his people that know him. Like, I mean, it's that was a huge. Yeah, he's just a great kid, and again, he showed the poise and the calmness. And when he had to turn it on, he turns it on, <laughs> so he can go from some of calm, those punches. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it buckled his opponent. I don't know how yeah. he stayed standing. And those guys all have great families. You see Charlie calling an Uncle Charlie. Yeah. Uh, Uncle, uh, sorry, Uncle Pete. Uncle, called an Uncle, Uncle Pete. Pete. I mean, who's a great dude. Ooh, he's, Uncle Pete. He's there how for Charlie. Like, like, you Pete. know what it is? Like when you have parents that really support yeah. you, it Austin's makes a huge difference. Austin's right dad, another, what a great guy. I mean, all of Love them. Love that dude. Dylan's, you know, dad's all, I mean, awesome people. And this is why I think we're seeing these guys that they're really have the right support behind them. I think they're in the right spot. They're getting good training. And all three of those guys could spar with each other. So, yeah. you know, they get great work. They're not going to get much better work. And then they're all with, like, Iaquinta and Frivola. So that place is stacked. Law, for, uh, MMA. You know, and I'm hoping not leaving anybody out. But so, yeah, it was, it was good to see. Good. And Damien, look, I was worried about Damien because he doesn't have the jujitsu no. chops or the wrestling okay. chops. But he, I thought he fought so far above... His stand-up is great. His stand-up's great, and, and what he showed was was also heart. Yeah, he got now, out of that leg I block, give you which the I was like... stuff. Was, there yeah. was a couple of... The guy gave him an Americana a couple of times, gave him a, you know, yeah. gave him a couple of positions that, that Damien could have jumped on. Uh, but again, that's... How great is that? More training. Yeah, and and so. he has access to 
Uh, and he's know, finally fighting Sarah BJJ. probably the right weight, which is 145. I mean, there was a kid that fought he that he beat, but you know, I think they you know it was a close fight. But you know, 165, like he's not a 165. Though. He's a 145. So he's got the experience of fighting bigger guys, also, which is good. And uh, and of course, Jenny, unbelievable. Can't say Jenny. enough about Jenny. Jenny just keeps getting Composure, better and better. Man. And look, she's she figures she's back out in the gym the code today. And, and she's back in the gym yeah, today, the, today. Two days after, she's unmarked. You know, a couple of leg kicks, maybe the legs are bruised up. Not a mark on her face. No. I don't even know if she got punched. She was composed, and as soon as she figures that out in the first couple of minutes, the 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 rest, she was in control and just breaks the spirit of somebody half her age. Mm-hmm. Crazy. You so, know, it yeah. just breaks the spirit. She doesn't stop. She hits hard and doesn't stop. So shout out to the whole Law MMA team. Yeah, great and, of night, course, to guys. you and the yeah, trainers, really, you, Matt, really and everybody. One of, those, one of those feel-good nights, which I like. You get those every so often and just happy for everybody. And, like, again, I just – even besides the winning or losing, just the way they were before the fight, during the fight, you know, warming up, the way they conducted themselves Cheering after the fight. for each other. Yeah, it's a good group, man. really is a good group. And just another crop, Longo. Yeah, you know it's funny. You you said something today that my buddy calls me, who was at the fight. I went to high school with him, John Druckmann. He goes, uh, he calls me Duva. You know, he's like Duva. You're never getting out no, of that place. Dude. These guys look good. You're gonna you're gonna die in that gym. It's, I'm like, it's yeah. this new crop, man. You see, it's like Austin. It's like that's it, race. This is another crop, and he and you still you still have people who are who are vying for titles so this is a, yeah. a crop coming up you got aljo who is championship material just have it have it land his way and he's championship material and of course i quinta as well you know what's what's interesting about uh ally quinta is uh you know him he wanted to fight or he kind of shot out there that he wanted to fight conor mcgregor mcgregor so far Seems to want to fight anybody and everybody except but. for Ally Aquinta. Uh, he he's want a cowboy. Threw a threw a thing out there for Anderson. Then another one out there for <laughs> Nate Diaz. He's mentioning anyone and everyone except for Ally Aquinta, uh, and we all know why. But um, some great some great fighters at, at that that little gym. You got the Manimal. The Manimal the fights manimal. this weekend. Maybe he'll come back on the show. <laughs> yeah, Manimal's definitely coming back on the show. Uh, yeah, he's he looks good in training. Manimal. Manimal's looking good, man. He oh, cheering! I felt bad. I got a text from him saying, "I'll see you at the gym tonight. I'm just going to get a little work." And I had to text him back that I'm sorry, I'm not going to be there for the first Sunday in probably about three <laughs> years. Yeah. So sorry, Manimal. You at we'll the make it up to you. you were at the counties. Went to the counties. Yeah, yeah uh, Nassau County Finals. Uh, a lot of kids from the gym. Uh, Kyle Moser won. Great, another great kid. Uh, people put in a lot of good and work in that gym. They, they, there's such a good community of people out there. Like I, I saw Kyle and I said, "Dude, I didn't see his parents. He's got great parents." That, you know, Austin told me came to see him his fight. Like they, I guess they wrestled together and they went there, or they wrestled at Southside together. Wow. And you know, they got their son wrestling in the counties the day after, but they were there to support Austin, and they know he's a great kid and great family and that just blew me away man i I just so many nice people and uh shout out to matt rogers uh good buddy of mine keith rogers nephew won uh keith and uh brian rogers it was a great match uh and they also had their other nephew and brian's kid uh benny didn't go his way but man never stopped fighting and he's a ninth grader in the county, in the county finals, finals. so wow. he's got nothing to be ashamed of. That kid, the character I always that like, that builds, like this man. guy. I mean, he's a little scrappy. He's gonna, he's gonna be really good in the future. And uh, Chris's nephew won, Josiah. Uh, shout out to him. And I think that's it. And then Aljo had a guy, but I don't know what happened with that. But Aljo was there coaching his kids, and you know, he's a big uh, wrestling advocate, and he, you know, wrestling taught him a lot of life lessons that. He is a good dude, man. He's a great teacher, Al Joe. He wants to pass on all of that shit to the kids. And wrestling uh, is is a, a life changer. Yeah. I said that having hadn't gone having and, gone through and I like to approach honestly the kickboxing and the MMA the same way. Even with yeah. the, with these guys, is that that's why I was saying it's not really about win or lose, and really how do you develop your character? What type of person you're going to be? You know what's at your core? What's your what's your values? You know, and you could. 
you could really grow a lot and learn a lot just by, you know, challenging yourself and competing like that. And these kids, if they stay the course and they get the right attributes out of these things, they're going to all be very, very successful. It's a testimony to Aljo's character that he's got, you know, this huge fight coming up this weekend and he's out there. Huge you know, fight. These, yeah. yeah, coaching these kids. And, you know, I texted him to that effect and he's like, look, my heart is in this. And I've always loved wrestling and I love my team and that's where I'm going to be. And that's why he's Aljo, and that's why. So yeah, he's got a good dude, man. He's got to fight back. the uh, the es February seventeenth ESPN debut UFC fight night. He fights Jimmy Rivera. Tough fight, great yeah, fight. That's a great that's fight. That's a great fight. As uh, a fan, that's a great yeah. fight. Of course, yeah, Jimmy comes from a Aljo. great camp. These guys have been biting at each other for about ten years now. This is actually it's actually funny. I don't, I don't know they're. They're both characters, and uh, I think they're going to put on a great show. Got uh, Edwin, Edwin Smart, Dennis Bazooka going February twenty second. Ring of Combat. That's the one that they do at the Tropicana in Atlantic yes. City. Yep, that's a that's always a great card. And Edwin, man, just just solid. I saw him, of course, he him and Jenny inseparable. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and I saw him at the fights, gave him a hug, and it really is like hugging granite. No, no, it's huge. it's like he's huge and like muscle. He's just Solid. one big muscle. It's incredible. And side note, <laughs> is there a nicer human? Like, is, is it, <laughs> the guy's just so kind Sweet and heart. nice, yeah, but a, you're hugging granite. It's Eddie's, it's Eddie's a good dude, man. You, and he is not the guy you want the the cage door closing behind you, and you're in there, and his job's to knock you no out. No way. No thanks. Please throw the towel. Um, yeah, great. So great things ahead for uh, uh, for you. Did, did these fights get moved? These yes, I right. believe so they did. I'm not sure where they got moved. Okay, so, so we'll we'll, 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 we'll save Mid-April those. Sometime. You know, I'm also looking here in the uh, for the news for 2:34. I didn't. I never saw this before for 2:34. Israel is uh, Adesanya's coach calls Anderson Silva <laughs> yeah, the Lance Armstrong <laughs> yeah. of MMA. See, that's that's, that's another not a problem. problem. See, that's, that's another problem, man. Like even after a fight like that, that everybody <laughs> thought yeah. was, oh yeah, there's the so star. Good. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Like what does that mean? There's yeah. the like, ass. What does awful. that mean? So. The forever yeah. asterisk. I got to even take back what I said for a 43-year-old man. Well, for a 43-year-old man who's been cheating, yeah, he well, did really good. Well, let's put it this way. He's either a liar, a cheater, or a sociopath, yeah. right? Which, which oh, one of those do you want to choose? No, he's, he's, there's nothing to lie about. He's been busted already. Does he have a, a, a picogram argument? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure he does. He does now. I'm sure so he does. You see? I told you so. <laughs> yeah. That should be the meme. There Anderson we go. Silva going, I told you so. Right. It's only M3. I told you it, it doesn't help me at all. Uh, Chris Weidman uh, tweeting out uh, uh, this morning he, he would that he would maybe be interested or alluding to maybe being interested to fighting Anderson again. Also, uh, throwing out the pondering of is Adesanya maybe a little overrated. Of course, those tweets people responding <laughs> accordingly <laughs> but 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 glad to see chris is feeling better feeling strong saw him working out the other day he's feeling good yeah i tell you no he uh, i think he was uh, he he enjoyed playing the heel today a little yeah bit. no uh, i i i like what that what they call that a heel turn yeah yeah he's he's but you know, it, it's only to some. I feel like the people who don't yeah, like Chris well, has always he, hated you know, Chris. He might you know? as well just start going berserk at this point. Because yeah. obviously, being the all American, they're being still like, attacking him. So you yeah, might as well. He's uh, like, I love my country. Yeah. I love my family. Go and fuck they're like, yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should try something. I else. believe in doing the right thing. I don't yeah. cheat. Work really hard. Yeah. Love my w- wife. Love my family. Love yeah. my country. And they're like, die. You know, it's it's, <laughs> it's so crazy. So, but, uh, but yeah, so the people, there's plenty of good comments too, but the, the people who don't like them, they, they go out of their way to be rude and entertaining in, in, in how they, uh, they argue his, his points. But so, but it was good to see him, uh, feeling that way. It's, uh, good to well, see I him think at the he's gym in a again. weird position too. Yeah. You know, he knocks out Anderson Silva twice. He got lucky. Yeah. Yeah. He did the Israel son doesn't, like, they, they have a sparring match and. Everything's great, you know. What I mean, so it gets frustrating. Well, it's, it really it's does. like the it's like the um, 
I quint the thing in the sense that like whoever he was fighting, they're like, oh look, we found a weakness. No, maybe the weakness was they fought Ally Aquinta. Yeah, right. You know, it, it's 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 oh Anderson this, Anderson that. Oh, maybe no, maybe Chris Weidman, like Joe Rogan was saying. Yeah, I mean the guy. Joe has Rogan a... was like, hey, this guy is Chris Weidman's going to be that guy. He's a good wrestler. He's good fighting. He's good stand up. He's got heart. He's got he's got this. And so Chris Weidman was a problem. He beat Anderson Silva because he beat Anderson Silva, right. and yeah. and and it, it was. You no, know, even with Al, Al's been fighting for fifteen years. He fights Khabib. All of a sudden, he's a real estate agent. Right. He's not even <laughs> right. a fighter anymore. Right. You know, he's a real estate agent. All right. That's what you he's want. He's a real estate agent that yeah. that McGregor does not want to fight. Yeah. Clearly, doesn't want to fight him. Um, uh, Dana White says he wants to see. Uh, uh, DC fight three more times. You'd love to see him fight Jones, Lesnar, and Stipe. Dana White wanted to see that. He knows. I'm, I'm I mean, sure that's a pretty uh, nice Christmas it, list of uh, people. That is, and for DC, uh, for DC, I mean, uh, for for the for the kind of money he'd make on those three fights, you, you want to see him for him. You know, I, I, granted, I'm no one's punching me in the face, but I'm sure. DC has been in plenty of fights. If he if Listen, he can get the money that comes along deserved, with that, he'll DC's be fine. DC's another guy, man. I think he's a great you ambassador see for him the sport. Succeed. You want to see yeah. that? Let him make as much money as he can. I'd scratch the Jones fight out of there. I think Stipe deserves a rematch, and let him fight Lesnar for the huge money, and let the other guy just do whatever whatever he's gonna do. It's only a matter of time till he's back on the shelf again. Yeah, well, and and that's the thing you want to see. You want to see good ambassadors for the sport. You want to see them uh, succeed. Do you do you think that people like uh, like Colby Covington, who is considering a lawsuit to the UFC, do you think that he's not a? I I think that you know we've been talking about the entertainment model and that kind of stuff. I wonder if Colby Covington isn't that subject victim of bringing it a little too far, not realizing. That you don't have the leverage that that you thought you did. Man, I, I don't know. But like he, telling Dana White, you know, you know, to you know, pretty much go f himself and that kind of stuff. Like just he, he kind of he 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 kind of he he behaved in like a uh in a Peter Luger steakhouse manner. But his leverage is only Burger King. You know what I mean? Like he he, <laughs> he totally overplayed his hand. And, and and Dana White's like, all right, well then now you're not even the interim champ. <laughs> now now you have nothing. Here's my offer to you. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. That's what Dana White said. I think he overplayed his hand, and and I I think that that other fighters should see that that's a you can be a subject victim of it. Yeah, we we I don't even know where does he stand now. Coming well, he, he he stood at interim title. You get the next shot. Then he was offered the fight uh, against um against who Woodley. against Woodley. Uh, but it w they wanted to do it a month before Covington wanted to do it. So Covington said, "No, I can't do it in February. I'll do it in March." And then they said, "No, well then we're gonna get Usman to do it." And so that was that. Now you lose your Woodley fight. And then he went on a rant and said, you know, F this, F that. I was promised this. My doctor said this, that. And he got, uh, let me go if you don't want me to fight. Then let me go. And F you to Dana White and all this. And, and instead, Dana White said, not only do you not get the shot, now you're not the champ anymore either, the interim champ. That <laughs> was that. Overplayed his hand. Again, Peter Luger versus Burger King. And, uh, and that's, that's really, uh, it's, people should take note to that. When they get too too aggressive, because you just don't have that leverage, and I think that the UFC is kind of getting sick of fighters calling their own shots in that way. Well, that's been, that's been going on yeah. for a couple of years now. So, good luck with that. To, to that level, yeah. you know, I think that that bring back Iaquinta again. I think when Iaquinta was what it took that time off, I don't think that he was strategically trying to no. tell the UFC to go f itself. He said, "I just don't want to go in the cage for that amount of money and, and risk that." I really have to build something on the outside, and he was serious. No, that no, he I was serious. Yeah. He wasn't really he, insulting people. No, he I wasn't mean, he a was strategy. Call, he he, he like, was actually calling balls and strikes. Yeah, is what he was. This doing. is what I think. This and is what this cost me. This is what it, I think I should make. And if you guys won't pay me that, then I have to do something else. And that's what he's doing. And and he wasn't. It wasn't so much strategy as it was honesty. And uh, I think that. Fighters and, like Covington and other people and who are being you, more aggressive. And again, and Al is a guy. 
that is never not produced in the, in the octagon. Never. Never. He always comes through. So he does. He's another guy. He deserves to be able to to call some of his own shots. And you know, he's he's going in there to fight. And uh, be interesting to see what what that one fifty five division does with Khabib out for almost a year. Um, he's not going to fight before anybody else is allowed to fight. So he's out for almost a year. He also won't fight in Nevada or do their their PSA. Which, side note, Nevada, punishment has to fit the crime, right? So a P, forcing a fighter to do a P, PSA or offering them a PSA, it, when you offer it, when you require that of somebody who is extremely religious, it weighs more than if you're requiring that of someone like me. And so to ask Khabib, oh, you can you can get off a little earlier if you do a P PSA. You you had to know that he's not going to give a PSA where prostitution drugs are legal. He's just not going to do that. And uh, and so he'll probably stay out for almost a year. Won't fight in Nevada, so might see him in a November MSG card. But from now to November, that 155 division could be completely different. Yeah. Big stuff. <laughs> What's with all these 155ers? Who are these people? Holy Clovis. I had to break the silence. What do you want me to do? Who's got the better Seinfeld, do you think? Let's do it. Ray Longo, Let's of course. Yeah? Ray's Who a are these people? <laughs> Ray's a professional. Guys, Let's hear it. Ray's a who are all these people? Where did this sock go? <laughs> did you ever notice one sock is missing? You put two socks in, and one sock comes out. I, I, I can do a good. Who Steven likes Wright. the cauliflower pizza? <laughs> I do. First of all, oh, God. so so God. the That's one it. night that you couldn't come, right? So I had ordered because uh, I listened to Matt Sarah's podcast on uh, uh, UFC Unfiltered. And Matt keeps talking about this cauliflower pizza, cauliflower pizza. So where is this pizza? He, he just his his, his, his is somewhere in Massapequa, on the South Shore or South Shore of Long Island. Well, we have a pizza place here that does it. So I wow. ordered a couple. There's a pizza place here that does that it. does cauliflower pizza. And can I tell you, Ray, it is so good. It was really good. It's, is, it, is it is it gluten free? Yes. Absolutely. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so you can eat. So much of it without feeling like there's a brick in your stomach. Really? It's amazing. I, I think we each ate a pie. I, I wanted to not <laughs> like it so that I can report and mock it, but it is so good that since then yeah, I've Stephanie, only had those. Stephanie is really pushing the cauliflower. It, it, it's, no, it's good. It's right, so good. since we had really it, good. I've only had that. It's so good. How's the actual cauliflower when you eat it? it, it you, you can't, can't tell. It tastes like You think you're having pizza. Yeah, it tastes it just tastes like bread. It tastes a little different, but... You can't really tell. You think you're having pizza, and it's just you, until you're done you, eating it. I got to tell you, as the only full Italian in this goddamn room, I'm, I'm highly insulted. At least half of you, Chris, the producer, has to feel a pinch in his heart, you know? A little like, why a little don't we like put cauliflower on the pizza? A little like Unless you're throwing betrayed. some grapes if it's and a piece of watermelon. Is it really too. pizza? Yeah. I'll make what can I guys? tell my that? father? Have the cauliflower pizza, then... Throw a couple of grapes down your throat <laughs> with some watermelon. See what that does to your stomach. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> What's happening with all these diets? So, but Chris, you all right over there? No, you getting nervous? Got, he got excited. I don't know what excited. the hell. Into the thing. He got he nervous too wanted quick. He wanted to wreck the drink. Get the guy a piece mad. of pizza. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that that was also Steph, one of the. Man, Steph is. What is going on? Did, did she do something no, tonight? Because it's not like normal. No, lift. There's I a lot. Tell of, you, we it's did. a lot of hee 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 hee. We recorded. No, I'm going to tell you what's going on. What I'm going to tell you right now. What they did was they bought coffee that oh, has that two it? times the caffeine. So we recorded my podcast before this. Oh wow! And I swear to you, in the middle of the podcast. She started speaking with a British accent. I oh swear to you. Yeah. Right, Chris? It was nuts. Hello, love. <laughs> she started well, speaking with a British. She started doing it for real. Good stuff. Hello, love. Which is weird. She's from Utah. Utah. Now I'm actually. Now I'm totally convinced she's high as a kite. I swear to God. Let me try it again. Hello, love. Hello, my 
Well, there you go. Oh, she went to Australia. <laughs> Hello, mate. She's... Close All right. enough. So Nathan J. writes in to MMABeyond.com. He writes in, hey, guys, I wrote into the show back in the summer. You gave me advice on which martial arts to try. You told me to just choose one and do it. And I did. I'm competing my first jiu-jitsu tournament in a couple of months as a white belt. Thank you for your motivation. The hardest part was to start, and I did it. Keep up the good work. Your podcast is entertaining, but also changes lives. Uh, all the best, Nathan. I'll take that, Steph. Wow, that's a good that's one. That's great. Yeah, the uh, advice on which martial arts to try, just pick one of them. Thank God he didn't pick Aikido. Okay, <laughs> hoping not you. Uh, jiu-jitsu is yeah. a good one. Um, nice, nice, good for you. I don't know how Nathan. old you are, but you could do jiu-jitsu forever, and... Uh, and it's, yeah, competing is great. So good luck to you, man. Competing yeah, as a white awesome, belt is awesome. Glad, uh, glad we gave you some good advice, Nathan. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, Stephanie's there off she again. Is. Holy she's, crap. She's, she's like, I mean, like, how, long, how long have we been doing this show? I haven't heard and this much laughing no, ever. <laughs> no, 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 no. She really turned British before. I'm not nah, kidding. Seriously, the give her a breathalyzer. Doc, can you go over there and take a blood test? Yeah, I think I might. Will you be willing to submit? Wow. Wow. This is not This is not the norm for sure. No, Steve, I swear to God. I have no idea what's going on. Chris and I looked at each other because when she's when she turned british i didn't I believe like, it at first. what happened <laughs> she was being serious so it just it just something something happened something Man, clicked. she is off to the races tonight <laughs> she sure is um uh nick v in v. twitter oh, writes sorry, forget super bowl me. 53 i'm re-watching weidman beat anderson silva on espn ufc uh uh, St. John's Red White, St. John alumni, and my guy Ray Longo in the corner of this classic MMA and beyond. Right, that's that is a classic, and I watched that also, Nick V. Uh, I gotta I tell did. you, Nicky V. That's why you need guys like this, man. What a positive, good guy. But let me let me save you some time on when you watch that fight. Just go to my corner advice in between rounds one and two, <laughs> and then uh, you don't have to see anything else. But that's, that's it for the, uh, it's for the literally support. shirts yeah. made from that advice that you gave, and. uh I also watched Matt Sarah beat GSP, mm -hmm. and I saw Dr. Sherry in the cage. Dr. Yeah. Sherry in the cage. She's in the cage. She looked like she was ready to jump in there. Oh, it was great. She, oh, boy. Yeah. She, wait, hold on. She's off again. I can't even believe I got to record this. He's thing. recording. Yeah, I'm recording. not really sure what I'm Well, we went for here. a British talk, and she now went she Australian. Like cousin It from the Adams family. <laughs> Oh my God! Look at her, Steph. Oh, what happened, Steph? Just you're getting one. I'm giving you. Oh my God! Yeah. I don't know. I'm telling you, I it happened. Really you need to test this day. coffee. The, it's the coffee. How many picograms are in there? No, All of the picograms. Well, she grew up when where coffee was nah, go evil. Go smell the coffee, please. Yeah. Illegal. So. <laughs> illegal. Coffee was oh, illegal wow. where she was from. Yeah. Oh, so it extra hits. Explains yeah. it. So now double the coffee. She's Steph, like what's extra. What's Steph. happening? Oh my, she's still living. She had too much of the sacrament. Oh my God. What are you, the Frito Bandito? What are you doing now? Going to rob us? What the heck is that? We know it's you. We know it's you. You don't have to cover your face. We know it's you. And, and so Shelly from MSGSB, she writes, I'm curious about the cauliflower pizza. LOL. Has Matt talked you into eating it? If so, how did you like it? So uh, I like a psychic answered this already. Uh, it was great. Ray hasn't had it yet, but we'll make sure he gets it. But he's seriously offended. But he's seriously offended by it. So oh, you know what we, I'll do? we've got a counter. I'll do the pizza challenge. I'll make two pizzas for you guys next week, one regular, one cauliflower, and then we'll put them to the taste test. Let's do it. Oh, nice. That sounds great. Um, that sounds awesome. Uh, I appreciate your Sunday Night Podcast. It, it provides motivation for an early Monday morning. Ugh. <laughs> thank you and have a great week. Uh, thank you so much. And we're back. I know you missed us. Maybe that was one. All right. That Shelly, was one. Thank you. Shelly, I'm sure you speak on behalf of, of the every, whole of the people. Sarah Jiu Jitsu Academy. <laughs> Tell everybody over there thank you very much for listening. <laughs> thank you so right. Thank you so much. Love Sarah Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Killers in there. Um, Jack Payne writes about Colby. What do you think Colby's play is? He's taunting the UFC to release him. He's respectful, so we know one FC won't take him. Does he think he'll be released and then star for Bellator? How do you guys think? Uh, or do you guys think it's all politics 
and he's just trying to leverage a great fight. Curious what your thoughts are. Again, kind of hit on this. I don't think you go to one FC. Um, I I think that they're gonna stick with the lighter people who maintain more of that kind of martial arts uh, tradition because that's it's still super strong there. I don't think he'd go to Bellator either. I think the UFC is going to hold on to him, and and if he's choosing to sit himself out, I don't think I think they're going to shrug it off. I think he's going to fight somebody and work his way back into that conversation uh, instead of talking himself out of that conversation. Uh, he could have, you know, he could have stayed ready, and and we could have learned what what we learned with this Whitaker uh, uh, Kelvin Gaslin fight is that there should always be some sort of alternate. That's and, another and, good point. You know, and so he could have been that instead of talking himself out of that. Right. And so um I don't know, he could have played it he could have played it better. And and I understand his point. I understand how important he feels he is. Uh, a lot of people feel that way, but in an organization that big, buddy, yeah. if you can learn pay, anything. You're gonna see more of that in the future with the alternates, and they do do it already. So I guess they didn't think this fight was that big. Or they never thought it would happen. But normally they do have somebody back up, you know, on, uh, depending Whitaker, on the situation. Last year, same month, same location, yeah, same weird. month. He had uh, not chicken pox. What's the adult chicken pox? Uh, 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 shingles. shingles. He had shingles. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's no really bad. Dude, that's like. If you're not laughing, it's shingles. No. Yeah. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, wow. That's you know not what? a laughing matter. I'm really, I'm really happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> we lost oh, her no. again. No, no. We lost her again. So I guess I guess maybe it is a laughing matter. Steph, aside from the stuff you're drinking, yeah. we want our listeners to choose on it. On it is a health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entrepreneurs. While I keep reading about different substances that are damaging brains and damaging people, these weightlifting supplements of people trying to catch those little cheats here and there, never hear anything bad about on it. And these supplements that that are uh, uh, triple triple blind tested and everything else, um, they, they keep you on the up and up, and at the same time they keep you thriving. So check out onit.com slash MMA Beyond. That's onit.com slash MMA Beyond. Or use promo code if you already use on it. Why not save 10% by using promo code MMA Beyond? That's promo code MMA Beyond. Ray, do you so I, I know that uh, Bellator before we before we went to uh, uh, our New Year show, we we had predictions for 2019. I said Bellator has to do something big. They did sign with Sky Sports which not in the United States is huge. Oh, wow. And so that's uh that's a that's a big get for for Bellator. Their first like huge uh deal that that brings them international. Wow. Uh, and so uh Coker Stock Coker's doing great things over there and it looks like they are really making that play to to be the 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 solid second. The solid nice. second and 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 maybe they can attract more people uh to to begin their careers there and have some of the prime of their career there as opposed to catching some bigger names when at the at the twilight of their career so it'll be interesting to watch how they do they pick up some uh um some pull with this kind of eliminator tournaments they're doing for their for their uh championships so it'll be it'll be interesting to watch Bellator grow and see if they handle it different than the UFC as far as uh, making their fights accessible by app or TV and by time, not having their main events at 1 a.m. Hmm. Be interesting to watch how they handle that. Did anybody hear anything about the PFL? They got another fight coming anytime soon? Or? Uh, I don't think they were supposed to, though, because they, don't they run like just that tournament? Yeah, but it's like a year-long tournament, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah, February. It's February. It's mid-February. Are they coming back? Yeah, no news know. on them. Chris, who does production? Yeah, what's Do they have anything? <laughs> I, I did read that their fighters got paid. I didn't read anything oh, that any good. of those checks bounced. Right. That's good. But did they shell out those millions and now the, the people who wanted to, you know, they want their... They want a little return looks on, like, uh, on their investment. Looks like it'll start up again in May. Yeah, yeah. I okay. It's like a half a year thing. Okay. Yeah. 
No, so do they? Uh, it's another tournament. What do they do with who want who whoever the champion are? Uh, it just looks like they're the champions of 2018. So m- maybe they come in with an advantage. So like a f- yeah, like a seed. They come really. in with an advantage for the Rolls Royce. <laughs> so they got their check. They got their check. They come in with better uh, better equipment. Yeah, I wonder how they they'll handle that. I don't know. They have a regular season from May to August, and then playoffs in October. And then the championship is in December. So, Ray, would you know if any of your fighters are in it? Would you already know? Or I'm gonna. Uh, were we in February? I mean, obviously, I could tell you they're not. But when would they start reaching out to people? Uh, Probably looks, training camp looks like what? March, April, February roast, roster selection. Oh, so and, yeah, oh, this is the month. Like that, I'll yeah. wait and see if I get called. Wow. Nobody's calling. <laughs> Nobody's calling me. You're waiting for a little bit. <laughs> Let me just make sure they have my number. I'm sure Steph doesn't answer with a British accent, oh. British Australian accent. Oh, They're like, don't, we can't don't fly you over here. Don't set her off, please. <laughs> Steph. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, hello there. Hello. Hello, hello there, mate. Oh man. <laughs> That's it. So Steph. it'll be interesting to see <laughs> P- the PFL. Will be interesting to see if they uh, if they come back they come back strong. Ray, you've got a busy week. Uh, what time do you when do you head down to? Uh, I'm gonna head down Friday, and uh, fights on Sunday night, which is a little different. And I come home, I think seven o'clock in the morning on Monday, which will be <laughs> really looking forward to that. So you go uh, if you you go on. Friday night, so you you go for his weight cut, basically. Yeah, basically, just to get situated, and uh, you know he'll be down there, I believe, with Al. So those guys, they got this, the they pros, got that man. covered, man. You know, him if I'm down there, I'd hold a couple of rounds, but he'll drill with Al. He's been drilling, so I feel really, good. I feel good when Al goes with Aljo, and I feel good when Aljo goes with Al. So it's all good, really good. Got a great feeling about this, and. It's gonna be a great weekend. Do you fly down with Matt the Terra Sarah? I mean, normally I do, but uh, for the second time in a row, I think I'm taking a pass on that. <laughs> Not by just because I think I booked my own flight now, and I think Aljo booked Matt's flight. You know, and the last time I booked Matt's flight, he missed his flight, so I can't. I, I, I feel bad. I really do. I feel horrible. <laughs> so, so as the saying goes, Steph, every man for himself. Like we're in a lifeboat. <laughs> well, good luck to Al Joe. We're cheering for you, brother. You put in a lot of work, and we all want great things ahead for you. We know that you're capable of it, and we want to see you unleash that thing in the octagon. You're going to do it, Let's sir. Do it, Al Joe. Folks, if you want to participate in the show, reach out to MMAandBeyond.com. That's MMAandBeyond.com. You can reach Ray Longo at Ray Longo MMA. He's also on the Anik and Florian podcast, which in case you stopped listening, it's back. So Ray's back on there. They usually record Monday sometime. So Monday late afternoon, it uh, it becomes available on podcasts everywhere. Awesome. Uh, and if you really want to hear any other accents, please write in. And yeah, Stephanie just write in and be, have uh, Steph Stephanie answer. be happy to... Uh, she turned British before Australian for this oh, one. Oh, I know. She's got the New York yeah. thing Well, she's got the York. Utah girl doing a U- New York accent. <laughs> yeah. Killing the game, Steph. It's the coffee. <laughs> oh, she's it's the coffee. It's I'm telling coffee. you. Her, her whole... It's the coffee. It's the coffee. coffee. <laughs> and a hot dog. You can listen to MMA and Beyond on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and everywhere you download your podcasts. And again... Check out MMAandBeyond.com. Dr. Sherry, where can they find you? They can find us at Breaking It Down. Everywhere, new episodes out uh, these past few weeks, and we got a new one coming out this week, too. Uh, What was it? Breaking It Down. Breaking It Down, and that's on Instagram. That is Facebook and YouTube. Where can we find it? Because the people that she does the show with don't even know where (laughs) it is. Somehow I tried to listen to where we find it, seriously. Facebook and YouTube. Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. Facebook and YouTube. So what do we for YouTube? Oh, you go videos. to YouTube and search wide. Breaking it down. Breaking with it Dr. down. Dr. Sherry. Nice. Boom. I'll yeah, great. I'll be there tonight. Uh, but you can just yeah, I have the links up on all of our social medias and. How long has it been on YouTube for? Six months. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, but you warned me. <laughs> 
<laughs> Breaking it down with Dr. Breaking Sherry. Great stuff. <laughs> Breaking and it down is actually broken down. YouTube. You cover all kinds of topics, right? Yeah, we cover all kinds of topics. Uh, some medical, um, some mindset, uh, all motivational. Do you ever cover... Uh, when somebody changes accents nope. in the middle yeah. of that. That'll when be I was next week. Yeah. You cover multiple personalities, right. basically. Yeah. You cover That's the it. effect yeah. on caffeine, that caffeine has. That's on... next week's topic. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have you as a guest. Uh, literally, because I think Sybil <laughs> is dying to... Oh, no, 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 sorry. Oh, oh. Steph, sorry. She knows the reference. <laughs> <laughs> you never saw that movie. No. Yeah, I did. did you really? Did you? Yeah. Oh, my wow. Yeah. Wow. Strong. Wow. Strong. <laughs> hey, folks, this is MMA and Beyond. Five-star rating, please, so other people can find us. Cheer on the law, guys. Check out Ray Longo MMA. This is MMA and Beyond. Catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>